Hello, this is the Rapid Review for the week to the 19th of May. What's on? Well, not much. Only 85 data releases this mid-month week, fairly typical for a mid-month, with 22 surprises, 14 shocks. Sounds positive. I don't think it really was. However, early in the week, we had the monthly data on capital flows into the U.S., Now, there's a mystery here because the amount of flows into U.S. dollar assets are at almost record levels this last year, which is precisely what shouldn't be happening if the dollar was being replaced as the world's reserve currency. In the 12 month to March, foreign purchases of dollar securities came to 1.31 trillion, which is a record number. And in addition, foreign deposits in U.S. banks came to 119 billion. Yes, there was an outflow of 70.7 billion in foreign dollar deposits in March and 11.5 billion in February. But I think that only shows that foreigners are just about as leery of the US banking system as everyone else. Elsewhere in Asia, I looked at the uninterrupted fall in Japan's Kaleki profits. They were down a further 8.1% quarter on quarter and 25.1% year on year in the 12 months to March. In nominal terms, these are the lowest profits so far this century, and equivalent to just 14% of GDP, and that's uh, against a pre-pandemic long-term average of 20.6%. So they're kind of getting out of touch with history. Uh, What's going wrong? Well, the narrowing of the fiscal deficit and the negative impact of Japan's terms of trade. That's what's doing the damage. And whilst we can expect terms of trade to stabilize or even possibly partly recover, the government deficit is going to continue narrowing. That'll have to be offset for profits by rising household saving, and that still seems likely. But in the meantime, the lack of profits makes it very difficult to see how current topics levels are fundamentally justifiable. Also, from China, we had April's data dump, which told us that so far there's very little underlying cyclical momentum in China's reopening recovery. Credit support was limited in April, which we noticed before, but the dampening and impact of that on the rest of the economy was immediately evident. Industrial production was up 5.6% year-on-year, but the monthly was 1.3 standard deviations below trend. Electricity production up 6.1%, but 1.5 standard deviations beyond tre- below trend. Drilling down a little leaper, deeper, look at what Hong Kong and Taiwan companies are doing in China. Basically, they're sweating their assets, but not reinvesting. Uh, in March, their output was up 11.8% year-on-year, which is pretty good. But you look at their investment, January to April, was down, down 4.3%. Similarly, if you look at where's being invested now, there's only significant growth in, first, the Rust Belt of the Northeast and in the um, wealthy eastern provinces. Meanwhile, investment in the central provinces and the West is now only marginal. So given that, China needs to fall back on external demand, but that's not exactly healthy either. In momentum terms, G3 imports, that's US, Eurozone, Japan, G3 imports are falling in year-on-year terms and with an underlying sequential momentum just about as discouraging as anything we've seen in the last decade, uh, ex the immediate onset of the pandemic. So even though surprises outnumbered shocks this week, the tone wasn't great. I hope it's going to get better this week, and I wish you good luck.